trusting you to know information from disinformation. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. Without a government board. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no. WCHV. I'd say, pull me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Pull me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Joe Thomas in the morning. Thank you for letting us be of service to you. 434-964-1075 is the phone number. Emails come in to joe at wchv.com. So why are we going to begin voting in Virginia's presidential primary next week? Do you know? Why are the Zuckerbuck recipients able to go door-to-door with their eligible but unregistered voter lists generated by our own foolishness and go drag people out of their self-imposed exile from the public process to get them to vote for a particular political party. And I've seen some statistics that say that uh, it's almost 90% of all of those eligible but unregistered votes cast were cast for Democrats because they were approached by Democrats to sign them up. I think that's just extrapolative science that's, you know, well, this and this, you know, this, this, therefore that. But why, why does all that exist? Do you know? Because we were told that being near one another was going to kill each of us. This is why we couldn't go to school. This is why we couldn't leave our houses. This is why the president went on CNN and said people like you and me demanding our constitutional right to kill him with our COVID is, quote, should be inviolate. It became to the point where when the president said that, it was akin to having a loaded firearm in my hand pointed at your face. I was going to kill you with my breath. I stole that line from the comedian Tom Papa, but that's what that's what it was. And now, now boys and girls, now boys and girls, all of that, As if, you know, when you know, this would this is almost akin to me, Richard Nixon going on television saying, yeah, well, I called Haldeman and Ehrlichman into my office and I said, we need to screw these Democrats over. So go get me whatever dirt you can 
and find anything about Elvis in there, too. Obviously, he never did that. But Tony Fauci just did. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the scientific face of the COVID pandemic, now admits to Congress the six feet social distancing rule, quote, sort of just appeared and was likely not based on scientific data. Critics note it was on that policy that schools across the country based their decision to remain closed well into the second year of the pandemic. Uh, by the way, can I, you know, Mike Emanuel, you know, certainly a learned journal, you know, journal follower, but critics... How about just all Americans? All Americans suffered under this and in many places like Virginia are still suffering under it. Key Democrat says Fauci also changed his tune on the origin of COVID-19. Despite his leading role in the pandemic, the chairman of the House COVID subcommittee says Fauci couldn't provide many details. Which is funny because he was the center square in our little game of COVID squares. He was the answer man. He was in the Rose Garden with two U.S. presidents. And all of this, the shutting down of our churches, but the leaving open of our liquor stores. And most importantly, the shutting down of our polling places though we could still go to the grocery store. Where is the orange jumpsuit? I mean, you, you all are worried about impeaching Mayorkas or uh, the defense secretary, or it, and that's all well and good. But there's got to be some sort of here. Can we drag this? Every now and then, every now and then, my inner my inner control mechanism kicks in, and I had to pause because it needed to reboot my system for what I was about to call the esteemed Doctor Fauci, and I'm sure I'm sure he loves his mother a lot, but not in that way. Is is there a court at the Hague we can drag this sob in front of? Is there is there no place to take this person for crimes against humanity, perhaps a war crimes tribunal or something? And can we now under I, I'm I'm calling Governor Yunkin's office with this information today and saying, dude, cancel the forty five day voting period because it's all based on bovine excrement. It just sort of happened. Every single living thing that went wrong during COVID-19, from the, the, the businesses that were shut down like Gormeltz and Matt Strickland and the Jim and Lynchburg and every other one of your businesses that were shut down, Every one of my sister stations who had all of their sponsors dry up and shut down. Every job lost. Every child who's now three years behind in education. I don't think there's enough earthly punishment for Tony Fauci now. 
I, I already didn't appreciate his efforts as the chief American COVID guru czar. And now he has the audacity to admit that the core, the cornerstone of the whole thing just sort of happened. There, there is no, there is nothing in our lives. This would be like finding out that Hitler didn't really want to kill all the Jews. It just sort of happened. I can't even begin to imagine the kind of punishments that need to go and the recompense and the bankruptcies. Never mind our, our capital bankruptcies in the United States. I don't know where we go to get those two years of our lives, three years. Some of us were still struggling under the COVID lockdowns. The idea that we all had to stay at minimum six feet away from each other. Remember the, the Virginia Senate meeting in glass boxes? The Albemarle County Board of Supervisors has asked the General Assembly for permission to go back to all Zoom meetings so they don't have to be in the room with you anymore. All because Tony Fauci said we should stay six feet away from one another. And it, and as he testifies now, I, that's not based on science. That. It's just just sort of happened. I mean, it's funny that way, isn't it? Kind of it makes you laugh, right? I, he's he's like that kid who comes up after wrecking your car because he borrowed it for the weekend and says, "You know, it's it's a funny story." Get your reaction to it coming up in a moment here on Joe Thomas in the morning. The original social media. Call Joe Thomas in the morning on anything. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? Really? Oh, well, where you? Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning. She's uh, supposed to say six feet away. Uh, Joe, you're just not taking this seriously enough. You know, and, and this is war crimes. It, it it really is. You may say, oh, Joe, you're being overly hyperbolic about this admission of Tony Fauci's in closed-door testimony um, that, that, A, he doesn't know anything about what happened during COVID, and the six-foot social distancing rule just sort of happened. Not based in science at all. It's funny, I recall him telling us time and time again, we must follow the science. What science is that? Is it the social engineering science that you're talking about? Matt's hanging on the line at 434-964-1075. Uh, good morning, Matt. How are you doing, sir? Well, I agree with you that there is not a dungeon too deep to drop Anthony Fauci in. 
But the science we're all following here is political science. And this is, and again, we get back to your favorite expression of, is it a feature or is it a flaw? This is a feature. And so many of the things that were done under the guise of the pandemic are things that the politicians wanted to impose anyway, but just didn't have an excuse yet. And then all of a sudden, there's an excuse. It's like a cyber attack where they just keep attacking. They just keep going at you until they finally find some little place that they can get their attack in. And then once they're in, uh, then it's Charlie by the door. Well, is it is it just a happy accident, or as I say, is it a flaw or a feature? Remember, this is lab made. It was paid for by U.S. taxpayer money. This is this is why I I really I was I was pretty sure we would never have a morning like this where we would get any sort of background into what happened during the build up to COVID nineteen because at some point the American government is going to be held to account for this because of their complicity. We have all the receipts. We have all the, heck, half of the the vaccines, quote-unquote, we share in the patents for. Uh, So at at, at what point is the U.S. government uh, a a co-conspirator, whether they ever wind up being indicted or not? And I think that's why we're never going to find out the truth, man. Well, I mean, first of all, first of all, I will admit that the vaccines did accomplish what they were designed for. They made a whole boatload of money for the pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. And that was their primary function in being. And again, as you pointed out, it's one of these cases where the government creates a virus. The government creates a supposed antidote. Um, and, you know, coincidence? I don't think so. But, again, you've got a system that is being manipulated so much. And I, I used to, I mean, I didn't used to be a conspiracy theorist. I used to think... This isn't a theory. This is this is conspiracy <laughs> and analysis now. And I used I used to think that any time that you get more than three or four people involved in something, it's going to be a train wreck. But now I've reached an age where I can put together the dots and I can look at this and I can say, yeah, okay, that connects to that. And no, and I do think that. You know, one of the things I heard the other day is that, um, oh, DeSantis down in Florida was complaining that, you know, all these things that Trump, all these promises Trump never fulfilled. And mm-hmm. he said Trump was supposed to drain the swamp and he didn't. Well, let us bear in mind that while Trump was trying to drain the swamp, he was up to his keister and alligators. And this is this is the thing. It's the swamp has gotten 
to be so insidious and so pervasive in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. And I remember I asked Gary Gallagher one time why we still care about the Civil War. Because, and he said, you have to understand the Civil War to understand everything that came after it. Oh, that's so brilliant. Unfortunately, I am up against my news here. That is, said the, this is why I want to look at all the amendments. Look at the 16th Amendment. You know, and all the things that have been done since is so brilliant. Um, uh, Matt, thank you, sir. And you have a great weekend. All right, take care, Joe. Home of the 60-Minute Guarantee. You can listen for 60 minutes every hour. Guaranteed. Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning. Thank you for letting us be of service to you. Is that smell I smell? Is that social distancing? Is that bovine excrement in the swamp? But if you ever go back in the woody swamp, The six feet social distancing rule, quote, sort of just appeared and was likely not based on scientific data. Critics note it was on that policy that schools across the country based their decision to remain closed well into the second year of the pandemic. Yeah, you can explain it all right. It's about uh, people who believe in dominion over others rather than service of uh, one another. That's what it's about. It's about, and it's about the money that then you can traffic in. And, and it's not even about having money. It's about using money to make things happen. And, and it's as simple as that. But this, this control mechanism. And here's uh, Dr. Ron Paul, uh, Rand Paul. <laughs> Sometimes you just get them all mixed up in there. Um, this is uh, him uh, talking about this yesterday. Is what he says in private is largely true. What he says in public is largely a lie. When asked about the masks by a fellow co-worker, Sylvia Burwell, oh, yeah. he told her the truth. He said the masks don't work because the pores are bigger Their than the virus. Their own study revealed and, that about the influenza virus. But then in public, he wears three masks. In private, he tells his colleagues you don't really need to wear one. It's the same with immunity. It's the same with the vaccines. And it's really the same with gain of function. In private, he said, yes, we're suspicious that the virus was manipulated, looks manipulated, and we know they're doing gain of function in Wuhan, he describes it, that's in a private email. In public, to this day, he still denies that they funded any gain-of-function gain research in Wuhan. And, and this is a swamp creature. So, you know, you have, you have all these people telling me, and, and believe me, we live in a world where a guy walking down the hall who's now running for uh, Senate in Virginia's 7th District, walking down the hall past somebody else, somebody's office in the West Wing, overhears two, you know, one person having a conversation with somebody else on the phone about a fourth person and a conversation they had. That's, sufficient evidence to impeach a president but if you say all these people said anthony fauci said these things about social distancing or thing wow you don't have me a jump prove that you know just that's just anecdotal that's hearsay mr thomas 
But I, I want the governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia today to issue, on the basis of this admission, an executive order returning Virginia's elections to an election day period. We vote on election day. The only, you know, and go back to the original list. Everything goes back to pre-COVID rules. As as far as elections are concerned, we don't start voting next week. Nope, nope. Just don't do it. Just ex- issue your executive order. If I was governor, that's what I'd do. That is what I would already be doing. I would issue an executive order this morning, saying that we will not begin voting. 45 days before election culmination day. Election culmination day will go back to being election day. If you need to vote at early absentee, you, here are the list of reasons. You have to prove to the electoral, the, the, the election board in your county why you need to vote early absentee. You need to have a signature of somebody who witnessed it because obviously they can be close enough to witnessing you signature, signing it because Tony Fauci just told us it's okay. We don't need to have our poll workers be afraid of you anymore because it was all crap. But Joe, all those hardworking Zuckerbucks employees, what are they going to do? How are they going to go do ballot harvesting? Yeah, exactly. The jig's up. And that's just the beginning of it. And and yes, I understand that it, it it's 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 like Agent Orange. We in, we we asked Monsanto to invent it so that we could clear these ridiculously thick jungles in Vietnam. And then after we were done clearing the ridiculously thick jungles of Vietnam with it, Monsanto said, is there anything we can use this for? And the federal government said, well, if you dilute it some, you can probably use it as a pretty good weed killer. So it is a defoliant. Then people started getting really sick. And now Monsanto is on the arm for all this money, but not nearly to the degree that a lot of the plaintiffs felt it should have been, because any further down the rabbit hole, you would connect it to the United States government. This isn't fair. Monsanto's defense was, they asked us to make this stuff. Somewhere there's a bat doctor in Wuhan saying, they asked me to make this stuff. And why did they ask you to make this stuff? Why did you have to play with an airborne virus? Why did you have to put spike proteins in there? And go back to questions I've asked people since 2019. Why are you so afraid of this virus? And don't just say because people die from it, because people die from viruses all the time. I got I got 17 emails because I had the temerity to ask a, 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 a cervical cancer doctor if there was some connection with sexual activity in HPV just the other day. What, you never thought that was a question when HPV throws starts showing up in 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 men in in you know throat cancer and and rectal cancer you know 
you start saying, hold on a second here. I'm connecting some dots here. And she, the doctor said, well, yeah, there is some, some connection to sexual activity. Okay. Same questions about COVID. Why are you so afraid of this? What does this do that you know that you're not telling us? And nobody will say, still, maybe we just need to get Tony Fauci comfy enough to where he'll, you know, he'll be like, yeah, well, we wanted it to kill the old fat people because, God, you know, they're really expensive on our, you know, Medicare, you know, Medicare and the, the legacy programs. They're killing us. And we just, you know, we needed to get a lot of people off the rolls. And I'm sorry if that sounded insensitive. But I'm infuriated because this is the story of our times. And I'm sorry I just didn't ask the right people. I thought, you know, we had, we had high-ranking health department officials from the Trump administration wouldn't answer the question, what, what are you so afraid of? What is it about this? Oh, people die. People die from viruses all the time. Why aren't we as afraid of them as we are of this one? What do you know about this virus that you're not telling us? And we still haven't had the answer to that question. We're just finding out some of the stuff that they managed to do with the fear was bovine excrement. But I want that executive, and and I know he's not going to. Please don't email me and say, oh, Joe, you just hate Glenn Youngkin because you're making him look bad by saying he should. I would. If I was governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, that would be my first executive order of the morning. Is putting an end to this stupid 45-day voting crap. I'm sorry, they're playing dueling banjos on my last good nerve. When Tony Fauci said this yesterday, I said, what? I wanted to go take Sean Hannity off the air right then and go on the air and just start going off on this. I wanted to interrupt regular programming and say, you know, we just found out something. Because I think it's that important. It's that seminal a piece of information. Because of all the things that were done based on the six-foot social distancing. How many, how many press conferences did Dr. White Sheets, our esteemed governor, use social distancing as the reason for all the seasons that he was throwing at us? We couldn't go to church, but we could go to the ABC stores. It is, it is the definition of the past five years, and it's just made up because I have a position of power, and this is why the convention of states to me is so important. It became more important the minute I heard this, we were just in our conversations. Matt talking about the swamp and, and Tony Fauci being a swamp creature a creature of this of this swamp and Ron DeSantis saying Donald Trump didn't drain the swamp 
This is because in order for the president to drain the swamp himself, it requires parts of the swamp to be complicit in its own drainage. This is why, is, uh, do we have the clip of Santorum? Talking about the uh, Convention of States and why he joined us on this campaign, this former Pennsylvania senator and presidential candidate, Rick Santorum. Conservative reaction to something, which is, mm-hmm. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, the problem is uh, is that uh, it's, it actually is part of the Constitution. It's Article 5. Uh, the founders put it in there for a reason, and one of the things that uh, that I did is, uh, you know, eventually when I, I just got so frustrated with Washington and how things were going there, and seeing now both parties uh, engaged in in ignoring the Constitution and and spending money uh, like there's no tomorrow, and it's it's it is George Mason's fear come manifest. The government is not going to fix itself because it's going to require eliminating its job. All those jobs of all those bureaucrats in Northern Virginia are going to have to find some new employment. Good morning. You're on the air with Joe Thomas in the morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Ray. And I'm just, uh, I want to agree, agree with you 100% about this canceling of election season. Uh, that is the absolute the, one of the first things we should do, because one of the things that has so undermined our democracy, democracy is a better term, <laughs> yep. is the fact that we're having elections that we don't have faith in anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't be sure of the results. And the other point should be made, people will say, oh, it's too inconvenient. There are people who can't get there on election day for... However many years we have been, European-descended white people have been on this continent, and a lot of others, too, that came in along the way, we had single election days. One day from the time when we all had to walk to the polling place or maybe ride a horse or a hor- in a horse and buggy, but most of us walked because we couldn't afford things like horses and buggies, or maybe we had a farm wagon. But uh, we managed single election days then, and we had faith in them. We realized that they were, in fact, honest, or reasonably honest, and we could have faith that the, the one who got the most votes won. But we can't do that anymore now. Nope. There's too much manipulation. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, it, whether or not it's challenging, it, go back to an interview we had with uh, Senator Mark Peake, I guess, early in the week. Was he on Monday's show, I guess, before the General oh, Assembly? And, and, he, and he told us that a bill that he proposed that brought to the General Assembly that would change election season just to 21 days. And this is at the request of Democrat um, uh, registrars as well as Republican registrars said, "You got to help us out. It's too much to do forty-five days. Can you can you shrink it some?" So they they came to an agreement on twenty-one, and a Democrat member of the House of Delegates said, "That's tantamount to um, vote suppression." You know, it's twenty. That's totally absurd. 
Because that's the extrapolation, though, Ray. That's the extrapolation. See, it starts with six feet social distancing, so we'll create an election season so that you don't all have to go into the polling place at once so we can protect our state employees, which, by the way, uh, means that election state employees are more important than Alcoholic Beverage Commission state employees because we were allowed to go in crowds to that. Um, but, uh, you know, under the premise of protecting the state employees from all our, our uh, murderous spittle, uh, they, 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 they were going to create this election season to break it all up and, and make it so we could vote from home if we needed to more easily. How did that become vote suppression? You see what happens is you open the barn door and then you let the wolves in and then the wolves don't want to go when you say, all right, everybody out or I'm just going to start shooting. Well, Joe, you're, you're actually giving these people more cred- credence <clears throat> than excuse me than they deserve you're taking them seriously and asking how does this become vote suppression it has nothing to do with vote suppression it has to do with politics and demagoguery mm-hmm. uh, and vote suppression is a term that anytime you can use it you will stir up a certain number of your constituency regardless of whether it makes any sense, regardless of whether there is any truth to it or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, asked the uh, question I asked the question the same way Rand Paul asked Dr. Fauci, where yeah. did six feet come from? We knew six feet was just kind of pulled out of full, thin air after yeah. a bit. Uh, but to get Tony Fauci to say, yeah, it just sort of happened. I mean... It, <laughs> Isn't that priceless? You know, that's like saying World War II just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was crazy. You know, we wanted to protect these Jewish guys. And the next thing you know, somebody's saying concentration camps and and ovens and all it all got out of hand. It was all a big misunderstanding. Come on, folks. You know, next thing. Here's another thing to think of. They're going to call that vote suppression because you don't allow anybody to vote any time of the day or night by dropping a note written on a Kleenex into a garbage can outside of the registrar's office at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that doesn't permit that is voter suppression. What if you suppressed votes by taking uh, two or three big thuggish guys up and just telling people whose looks you didn't like, taking them out in front of the polling places and say, Go away. It's not good for your health to be here today. You mean like they uh, do in Philadelphia? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's the Black thing, Panthers? You know, like, yeah. Well, that, you know, until it became unnecessary, that was the kind of thing could happen in Chicago. Oh, of course. <laughs> but then the Republicans packed up and left for the suburbs. <laughs> but if that, if that is illegal, why is it not illegal to negate somebody's votes just by cheating. They have discovered, in effect, that this business of using thugs, it, you know, doesn't have the right optics and so mm-hmm. forth. Uh, but if we can talk about, if we can talk about making it more convenient for people, so like Tom Garrett said, it's impossible to catch if we're cheating. If it becomes so convenient we can cheat easily, we can achieve the same things without this problem of having to to have thugs with, with mm-hmm. clubs right we just cancel away your vote. the people yeah. we don't want 
Well, and think of it this way, and watch watch me drag this this secondary story into this, Ray. You're going to be impressed with this uh, feat of ledger domain. So if, if, let's say you wanted to launder ill-gotten financial restitutions and you created these things called shell companies so that the money goes through several of the shell companies. Does that have anything to do with oysters by any chance? Yes, exactly. That's the Delaware, the Delaware blue crabs. I'm just playing Hillary Clinton for you. (laughs) Um, uh, So, so these shell companies, well, let's, let's consider these people shell voters. You know, we, we know somebody wanted to vote for this candidate, but we just couldn't find them. So we created a shell voter that was going to go vote in their place for them how is that is that that is that is brilliant you have just opened up a whole new area of political science here which the left is going to take and adopt it is going to be the joe thomas principle of 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 Efficient voting. Yeah, shell voting. It's you know, and I'm not going to get a dinner uh, anyway. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You, you have could a good only one. get royalties out of this. Oh now. yeah, right. A a, man. George Soros can give me ten percent, right? I appreciate it, there sir. There you go. Have a and we know they're doing gain of function in Wuhan. He describes it. That's in a private email in public. To this day, he still denies that they funded any gain of research, gain of function research in Wuhan. <laughs> Joe Thomas in the morning, all oh, the bad medicine, and you know this is this is like one of those mornings where you just you say, well, it's oh, but it's just a you know it's a government official. Come on, Joe, like you'd expect these bureaucrats to be any different than I, I'm sorry. This is this is bigger than all of that this is admitting that the holocaust was uh you know all all a big misunderstanding dr anthony fauci the scientific face of the covid pandemic now admits to congress the six feet social distancing rule quote sort of just appeared and was likely not based on scientific data so i want the governor and I'm posting this to social media, and I'm tagging the governor, and I don't give a crap if he never comes on the show again and his people email me saying, you know, you're really making the governor look bad. I want an executive freaking order this morning canceling 45-day voting. I don't care if it's legal or not. Ralph Northam taught us it doesn't have to be legal. Just, you know, sign the governor's name to it. Put a little black shoe polish on it because you know how hard it is getting black shoe polish off. Damn, I'm mad. I'm mad for the two years. I'm mad for family members. I'm mad. I'm mad for my daughter, my my almost daughter-in-law. I'm mad for a whole host of people who are not here today because they were, uh, I guess, non-essential personnel, like the ones who will be laid off and furloughed when the government goes into shutdown. Damn, I'm mad this morning. I'm mad because we've been saying this all along and we've been canceled from YouTube and we've had our social media accounts closed. And it's not because we were crying fire in a crowded theater. We just said, anyone else smell smoke? 
434-964-1075 this morning. I'm sorry. I mean, if, if the governor was Terry McAuliffe, I'd be demanding the same thing. An executive order signed this morning canceling 45-day early voting. And let Louise Lucas scream and yell about it. Good morning, Dr. Clark. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, Joe. Don't get mad, get even. Let's deliver a, deliver a boatload of liberal butthurt right about now. You know the well, statue it, of Robert E. Lee? Yeah. Riding Traveler that they melted down? Mm-hmm. And they're going to use for something in the future? They're going to recast that? Mm-hmm. If the left succeeds in destroying America to pave the way for a one, or the, the World Economic Forum vision of a Watsi utopia... The metal from that melted-down statue should be cast into a masked malignant midget riding a bat, holding syringes in both hands. <laughs> they can put a plaque under it, in quotation marks, I am the science, <laughs> and then a statement, we could not have stolen it without him. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I just I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> a masked malignant midget. This is like when Johnny Cor- when Don Rickles used to walk onto the set of the Tonight Show. I just I'm I feel like Harvey Corman and you're Tim Conway. I just don't know how to follow that up. That is <laughs> well, mass, it's a masked you, malignant midget riding a bat. <laughs> there you go. If you ever read Spider-Man comics, you just think about the goblins slipping in on his bat cycle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is a mess. I'm trying yeah. to remember it now. I'm just a mass malignant midget wearing a mask, <laughs> bearing a syringe <laughs> under the plaque, I am the science. Oh, that is yeah. too good. Somebody's got to get me an AI software so I can draw that picture. The great facilitator. <laughs> but 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 to to complete the imagery, there has to be a fence around the statue, so you can't get any closer than six feet to it. There you go. All lies, all lies, and all lies. Now, Joe, did they have more success with COVID than they did with climate uh, change? Hell yeah. All right. Now, they've been using climate change for a very long time, and they're not going to get up off of that. But what they're going to do, they're going to say, you know, there was a more immediate threat with the COVID hoax than there's been with the climate hoax. So we got to ranch or ramp up the threat effect. Right. The 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 public health emergency. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. But they've already they've yeah. already started that, and the world the uh, the was it. Um, the World Health Organization, uh, WUHU, um, is, uh, has already said they want, they want control over all the member nations when, when they declare a global health emergency. Uh, it's, it's, uh, and, and, and apparently it doesn't have to be based on anything scientific. I have to run to a hard break here, Dr. Clark. I appreciate well, I, I, Real quick, real quick. If you know that the COVID stuff is bovine excrement, Joe, the climate change is coming out of the same bovine bunghole. <laughs> and it smells just as bad. Thank you, sir.
No need. Remember that this is the season for love. And that's what Seville 1075 and 1260 are always spreading. <laughs> what? Why are you chuckling? Wait, oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. As I've told you, the hierarchy of needs, uh, people who call 434-964-1075 generally jump in front of people who email uh, so I'll have a quiet moment here. Uh, let me uh, get some of the emails that have been coming in on the uh, Fauci story. Uh, Gary in Berlin writes, keep going, Joe. Well, we'll see. And uh, this one from Frank that says, that's a great social media post. Wouldn't want anything bad to happen to it. Signed, social media standards and practices. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long that post stays up there before I get a notice saying, your post seems to have violated some of Facebook's community standards. Dennis asks, should people flood the governor's phone line? Oh, see, see, now you're thinking like, you know, the riled up masses. We used to have that, you know, where's the, where's the governor's office, uh, phone number that we used to keep for when Governor Blackface was in there? Um, um, there, uh, there is a hotline number, uh, for it. I, I, I don't think it goes to his desk, but it is, uh, uh, it's a no, it's, that's veterans assistance. No, 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 no. You have to type in Virginia. It's under it's under Virginia because VA means veterans uh, affairs. But uh, I'm sorry. You ask what did what did Tony Robbins teach it? The secret to getting good answers is asking good questions. Right. You know, so um, the office of the governor is 804. Here you go, Dennis. 804 786 2211. It's 804-786-2211. And by all means, call him and say you would like that executive order uh, passed as well. Oh, here's the governor's press schedule today. Uh, open press. Uh, so, oh, he's going to, in just, oh, he was already somewhere at the Richmond Marriott. Uh, Richmond University's uh, annual Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Community Leaders Celebration uh, today. And then there are no other press events. But, uh, you know, hey, there you go. The black community had the black community fair under COVID, under the fake phony baloney, phony Fauci baloney made up. Oh, it just sort of happened. Oh, it's a couple of guys were spitballing. We're having a couple of beers after work. Hank writes in, how many died alone? How many loved ones died alone with no one around because of the now false six-foot narrative? How many were laid to rest and family could not be there to honor them? It not only impacted the way we live, but the way we had to die as well. How many people just, just in the senior living communities of New York State? How many people in Virginia were not allowed to see their loved ones? I had to I had to violate 17 different protocols and probably put myself in peril of arrest by the New Jersey State Police for going to visit my mother who was in the COVID ward. And I still wasn't allowed to work for 2 weeks or I was allowed to work but I just couldn't come into the office to do it. Luckily we go on location for a lot of shows anyway so I I knew how to do that. But it's a, it, it it is another and and you open the can of worms Hank 
in your email to the next step is when does the litigation begin? When does the litigation start? When do people start saying, okay, here's how I was harmed by this? See, see, you have to connect this to Monsanto and the, and the roundup suit. You have to because it's the same, it's the same implication. The government made us do this. And then people say, so Monsanto's settlement was basically taking one for the team, falling on its sword so the, the suit wouldn't go on to the government. But look at the 9-11 Victims Fund. I was told very early on, uh, I think it was right after we had the Trump administration, uh, Department of Health and Human Services director on the show, and I said, what is it about this thing that you're not telling us? If your behavior is righteous, which we're now dubious about, if your behavior, if your reaction to COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2, is righteous, then you're not telling us something we need to know. See, FDR used to go on the radio once a week and tell us why fascism was bad and why we needed to fight it and who we were fighting for. We've stopped doing that now. Tell us why COVID-19 is scary and tell us who made it scary. Or, or is that a problem because we're the ones who made it scary? I don't care if we were the ones who made it scary. And I don't care if, like the 9-11 victim, Victims Fund, there have to be billions and billions of taxpayer dollars paid out in settlements to people who lost loved ones because Andy Cuomo stuck all the COVID patients in with the senior people because that's who we were looking to get rid of anyway, allegedly. Rich writes in, God bless you, my son. <laughs> Not sure the governor or attorney general or their advisors are up listening. They've proven their fear of the fascists. Three years coasting. I'll be in Richmond Monday with the dynamic patriot Philip Van Cleve of the VCDL. That's right, Lobby Day coming up with the VCDL on Monday. That's the main issue, however. If I get within earshot of an elected official, I'll whisper, rock the vote. Well, remember when when Phillips Lobby Day had to be in cars. Remember when they they weren't even allowed to hold a rally because you know you couldn't have a crowd of people, so they all drove around the Capitol in their cars. It was creative. This one comes in from Michael through the smartphone app. Joe, Fauci and the rest of the doctors, employers, etc. will get away with killing untold amounts until everyone who made up these COVID mandates, like blackmailing people into taking an untested clot shot, putting small businesses out of business due to the mandates, get sued out of oblivion. This is what I mean. It's, and this is why everyone says, oh, you have to have tort reform. No, you don't. Moral people don't sue each other for uh, untoward reasons. It's, it's part of our recompense. There has to be a day in court, whether it's civil or criminal. So I would hope that people sue the hell out of every company, government agency, and every hospital. Maybe then, after the bureaucrats can be held criminally accountable. 
This one from Dean, who writes in, Joe, I agree with you about being held accountable, but that's not going to be the case because the Tony Fauci isn't going to be held f- liable. The American government will be, which means I'll be paying the settlement for his lies. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to get better government for it. And that's, <laughs> I hate to do this, but I'm going to bring it back to the Convention of States because the swamp isn't going to drain itself. Tony Fauci isn't going to fire Tony Fauci. Tony Fauci isn't going to, you know, and he's, he, you know, as Rand Paul said yesterday, um, that, you know, this is the kind of stuff that just, you know, they, that they do because they can do it, because they can get away with it. We have the, uh, the clip of, uh, yeah, there it is. Enter Anthony Fauci. More than a hundred times during closed door testimony yesterday, he told lawmakers that he did not recall important information and conversations relevant to the origins of COVID-19 and the U.S. pandemic response that he presided over. Senator who does, Paul. Who does that remind you of? Kind of reminds you of Bill Clinton a little bit. I don't recall. And then he gets into the definition of what is is. Is gain of function is. What is the definition of gain of function? Everything's parsing words when he can remember. And most of the time, if it's an important question, he can't remember. And we based everything on somebody who now all of a sudden is, uh, it was just something. We, we didn't have any science behind it. We just sort of, it just sort of became a thing. Because it was presented by the technocrat in the Rose Garden, in full view. And, and I'm, I'm interested because it seems like Ron DeSantis is teetering on starting to bring the fact that Tony Fauci's COVID responses in many cases began under the Trump administration. What's going to be your reaction? Will there be blowback by the voters if if Ron DeSantis goes full on COVID in his campaign to win the uh, GOP nomination? If he, if he if he goes there as they say on the streets of my hometown, don't go there. What if what if what if Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley goes there and says, well, you know, all this all this COVID response was technically started under the Trump administration. Was it? And was and, and is it a fair cop to say, well, President Trump trusted some more of the swamp creatures? Live from the gaslit streets of Central Virginia, Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV AM and FM, Charlottesville. 